Ah, yes, it is podcast time, and I am Paul Goody, and what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm going to try to call Ben. Uh, I am late. I'm very late. I got a message from Ben, uh, and full disclosure, I got a message from Ben. I'm on the phone with Ben right now, and Ben, just so you know, uh, that system notification helper uh, thing that keeps on popping up is popping up. But I'm not going to restart it because I think it's going to allow me to still record all the time that I'm doing this. Uh, and we will see how it goes. So I'm talking to Ben, but I'm not talking to Ben, if that makes sense, on the podcast. I'm, I'm opening up the June Zoom meeting link. I'm hitting join, join meeting. And I am putting on uh, my headphones. Uh, I, I still have the phone open so that Ben can hear me, but I'm going to join with Wi-Fi. And uh, Ben, can you hear me? I can. Okay, I'm hanging up on the phone. Ben, hello. Hey, Paul. Welcome to... Uh, I'm just going to read this. This uh, This is today at, six, uh, at uh, 6.06 my time, which I think is 4.06 your time. Yes, indeed. Um Gonna be able to do this today? Question mark. And then I have a hard out at 5.30, so if I don't hear from you in 10, I'm gonna have to reschedule. I called uh, Ben right at uh, 6.16, I believe. Uh, 4.16 his time. So so that's great. Uh, here we are. It's the podcast time, when we're the podcast boys. Welcome. How's it happening, Paul? Ben and Paul. Ben, how's it happening? <laughs> great to great to talk to you um so yeah the um and i i don't <laughs> think but when i said that we started i don't think we were talking at all about work um i think i still stayed with my i am not talking about work thing which is Correct. good um and there's yeah. no work talk tm after we started rolling oh but i should probably start this oh is that the stream ben it was the stream. Hey, it can is. you see I'm growing my beard back? Did you get another haircut? I did get another haircut. Uh, what I did, did was you... I messed up cutting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you had done it yourself. Yeah, I had. Uh, that wasn't had going a... to be an insult. I just know that you cut your own hair. I had a secret mohawk for a little while. Yeah, so I really, I really chopped up the back in a way that didn't, didn't sit well with me. Yeah. And so I, um, what, what had happened was this, I had decided that I was going to grow my beard back. My beard was very, very short at the time. I was like, okay, the sideburns of the beard have to be the same length. So I basically had no guard. You know how that works when you have the, the thing that you're, you're um, going and there's no guard. So I had no guard, took the guard, um, you know, and just went right up to the sideburn. And then I was like, okay, now I just do the back that way. And then I move up one, and then I move up one, and there was not enough uh, flesh on my, or there was not enough um, real estate on my head for me to actually fade enough for the fade to look natural. <laughs> there was a hard line that you could tell, you know, well, that's screwed up. So, um... <laughs> I, I That's just why I hire know, a professional to do it. Yeah, I, and I would. I would have, but 
it's it's not worth it for me right now anyway as long as i'm working from home um as you see i leave this i left this little tuft here yeah and, and that's what because would you, what would you call that uh, i don't know if it has a name but uh i have this receding hairline here but i have hair right in the front but it, uh, and it's, so it's i interesting everything except for the hair in the front yeah, now, since I'm since I'm looking at you, I'm reminded of like a typical like uh, cartoon duckling that always has like a tuft of feathers yep. right front center. That is that is what the look is, Ben. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna forewarn you throughout this entire thing. Anytime I look at my recording, that <clears throat> system notification helper uh, <laughs> thing just keeps on i mean and it's 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 one every few seconds and they just keep it's a on feature, not a showing bug. up and cascading but the audio yeah. is still recording so i think we're still good that's good uh, can, can you tell that i'm just over a really bad illness i actually yeah when you when you called me i was going to ask if you even felt okay enough to to do this today you know you actually uh did ask me that you were you're were very nice <laughs> and you said do you want to reschedule <laughs> but i'm feeling much better than i have in a while um i took a covid test it was um it was the i was gonna say i took a covid test it was positive what i meant is the outcome was positive was, i do was, not have COVID. Was yeah that's yeah. a good arrested development reference right there um, did you? So actually, that's funny you say that because I too am getting over probably not as bad of an illness as you, but I have had a head cold for the last week and a half. Yeah, um, I mean, I, it, it may be the same thing, and I'm just uh, yeah. less akin to it. Did Did you have a sore throat and congestion? Oh yeah, 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 terrible yeah. You sore throat. I, Jennifer yeah. just now has it. You and I got the exact same thing. <laughs> Which is interesting because we are like 2,000 miles apart. Yeah, Betty had it first, and then I had it, and now Jennifer yeah. has it. I was actually, the reason I got it is because I was, uh, I, I don't know this, I'm assuming the reason I got it is because I was around children for an extended period of time Yeah. recently, and I'm pretty sure that they, they weren't sick, but like, it, it did, never failed that when I worked at uh, the photography company. Every time I went into the elementary schools, I would uh, ultimately get a cold. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just... June first, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Keep this in mind, Ben. When we find out that that was the day of the outbreak of <laughs> thin COVID or something of that that nature. Thin COVID light. Because here's the thing, I, and I I mean this right during lockdown during all that stuff. I remember not getting sick, like, at all. Because we wore our masks everywhere. We wore masks everywhere, and we did, you know, now they... Have they stopped doing that in Seattle also? Oh, yeah. No, and even, like, I feel it, bad, because, like, I, I'll go to a bar, you know, and I'll, mm -hmm. like, I'll have drinks with a friend of mine in and being inside at a bar, and then, like, I go down to the store and I put my mask on to be, like, yeah. spend two minutes inside the store. Well, here's the thing. Um, I... You know, I really didn't go anywhere, so this is probably from Betty. Um, yeah, I went to the to supermarket. School, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, she's done now, but yeah, I went to the supermarket. Right. Put Sorry. put a mask on because yeah. I was I was sick and didn't want to get people sick, and people were like glaring at me, <laughs> like they do around here sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I, and I didn't say it to anyone, but I was like, you, you don't know how much i'm helping you right now 
Right. I'm protecting you from me. This it's, is an actual... And that's, I mean, that's the thing about masks, right? It protects others more than it protects the yep. wearer. And that's what people don't really seem to understand. Or they do understand that, and they just don't care. Huh, now this is interesting. According uh -oh. to according to this, I have been recording for an hour. I don't like this. Uh, this makes are me you, nervous. Are you sure it's not just a random one in front of your time code? No, it is definitely one hour. So what we're going to do here, Ben, is we're going to pause for a second. This has never been done before. A live edit. Uh, three, two, one, pause. Paul. Paul has stopped it. And uh, so he's uh, you're appending last week's episode. Is that what's happening? Is that Jennifer's audiobook? <coughs> hey, Paul. Exciting stuff. We did have one person watch the stream so far for 21 seconds. Yeah, and then they noped out. I mean, I, I don't blame them. If so the playhead was just at an hour. That's weird. <clears throat> I I just realized if I if I defocus my eyes and I look at my shirt, the negative space between the words kind of resembles the Batman logo. Yeah, like I'm wearing this shirt, it's got these yellow letters on it, and I, and I, if I don't focus on it, and I just look at it out of the corner of my eye, I, my brain translates that into the Batman, like the Michael Keaton Batman logo. <coughs> Gah! Is there not just like a, an end key on the keyboard? Oh, that's what I'm looking at. God knows I've done my share of troubleshooting on the show. <clears throat> All right, Ben. I think that I've solved the problem. So you rolling again? 
the people uh, have not heard anything. But you and I both know that we are nine minutes and four seconds in to the podcast. Well, I have 12 Now, when do you have to leave? Well, you have 12 minutes because we have missing time, Ben. We have three minutes. Nobody knows what happened during those minutes except for you and me. Those three minutes exist. Uh, yeah, I got to leave at 530. I have to be in the U District at 6 because I have, I'm on Saturday. I am helping to film a dance video and today we have a rehearsal well uh that should be no problem as long as we don't stop recording again which <laughs> i don't think we will so how a is dance your video you is said. your thing are those pop-ups still popping up oh yeah the windows went uh, the the pop-ups went away which is good so that's a that's a nice thing to have had happen yeah um, it was you're warning gonna, you. Uh, wonderful, wonderful air conditioned noise throughout the entire Yay. recording. Warm enough for the because air conditioning. Because it's hot huh? here. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. yeah. Um, here, let me take a look. I get <coughs> the news I need from the weather report, said Paul Simon. Uh, and the weather now, it is 85 degrees. 85 outside. degrees. It's. 85 uh, degrees at 6.30 p.m. It's it's 67 here. It's a pleasant, sunny day. Uh, that's about as yeah. hot as it's going to be. Next Wednesday, it's going to be 80. That's the so far the highest it's going to be. But wow. sunny. Sunny. Uh, like I don't, We often don't see this in Seattle. Huh. The only cloud is on, uh, what is that, Saturday. But it's straight up sunshine on the Seattle weather app. So starting today, unusual. Um, in about uh, so it's seven o'clock my time, five o'clock your time. Uh, thunderstorm is supposed to start. Fun. And then there will be thunderstorms all the way until next Tuesday. <laughs> Constant thunderstorms, unrelentless. Constant thunderstorms, uh, which is too bad because my wife is planning on going swimming. And I think Betty's going to go with her. Um, this is something that she's noted is that um, when she's feeling crummy, being in a pool helps. It does for a now, lot of people, yeah. My question is, of course, aren't there other people in the pool? <laughs> what happens to them? Um, all of this is hypothetical. No one at me. Well, that was also one of those things where when the pandemic first started and people were being super careful, what did public pools do, you know? And, well, they closed. But then when they opened back up, you know, how, how safe was it? How safe was being in a public pool? Like, if there's chlorine right. in the pool, does that kill the virus? Right. Does all the urine kill the virus? It's possible. I've tried that. People get angry. Yeah. I'm helping you. <laughs> Um, oh, Ben, I have a confession to make. Ignore uh, me! About two days ago, um, I don't know if you've ever uh, visited Reddit when you're on just a browser and not in the Reddit app, but they've done a lot of things to make it super annoying. <laughs> uh, I... They won't show you all the comments, they won't, you know, all that sort of thing. So I have downloaded the Reddit app again. Ah, and so I've started seeing new um, 
you know, posts of things that I haven't seen in a while. Luckily, though, I don't just sit on the public freakouts uh, page now. I have other things, too, like like nice things. Um, so, you know, I have a, I have a, a mix R, of all the different... Uh, and eye bleach. Um, I don't have eye bleach, but R, uh, yes. Well, it's one of the, it's one of the default subreddits. Yeah. So you have to purposefully go in and turn off all the cute pictures of puppies and kittens. So, so the big thing is that I have also watched all of Tim Robinson's, is it Tim Robinson? Is that, I think you should leave. I What's think his you name? should leave. It, I don't know Tim his Robinson? name. I think it's Tim Robinson. Let's find out together, Ben. <laughs> Let's find uh, out. By looking very quick at my IMDb search history. Celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find um, out. Let's see here. I think... It's not Tim Robbins. He's a different dude. Tim Robinson. Yes, I think you, I did. I got it right. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Um, there is a... Spoilers for I think you should leave... Um, there is a, there is a, a, um, a sketch that he does where these two guys notice that they've got the same shirt on and the guy says shirt brothers. And then they have a, um, a thing where the, the one shirt brother <coughs> tries to get the other shirt brother to help him with this weird thing that's going on. Um, if you know this, I know that I've spoken to you about it before, but you may not remember. Andy and I, years ago, in the 90s, I believe. Decades uh, ago. And, okay. Or early 90s, early 2000s. I forget exactly which, but I think... No, it would have been in the 90s. It would have been in the 90s because I went to Canada in 1999. Um, we wrote a sketch called Hat Buddies. About a guy who notices that he and this other guy are wearing the same hat. And then it becomes this weird, dark thing. And I sent it... I And I'm going to read really quick. So I sent the Shirt Buddies sketch to, to Andy. And I'm just going to read my, my back and forth to him. Uh, I say... Um, oh. Uh, I left him a voicemail. Saying, hey, I need you to go to, to this thing and watch this thing. Right. Uh, and I didn't tell him what it was. I just said, it's ten minutes into this episode, <laughs> you have to see it. And he said, I am confused by your voicemail. So I just sent him the thing to, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. And I said, there's an episode that has a sketch I wanted you to see. And he says, episodes three? Question mark? Ten minutes in? Question mark? And I said, season three? The episode has a name? But not a number. I read it out loud on the phone, but I can't remember which it is. Ten minutes in, though. He says, okay, I will watch it. I said, I couldn't believe it. I'm getting ready to watch it right now. Very cool. And then, holy period, period, period. Sorry, time code. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I'm questioning reality. That's from, that's from Andy. Uh, very similar to when uh, you and I were watching uh, that that episode of um, the uh, 
what was it? Uh, uh, um, uh, um, actually, that, uh, that dropout, uh, game show, and one of the contestants, uh, who is Brendan Lee Mulligan, uh, described this thing that he was watching online where they were doing this weird deep dive oh. into Santa Claus's powers. Right. And and we checked <laughs> the timestamp, and it was recorded after, uh, like a year or so after, we had done our uh, our little Santa, Santa Claus thing. Santa Claus as Freddy Krueger, yeah. And and we and we know that it's possible that that it wasn't ours. I'm sure that we're not the only people who have made this observation. Yeah. But it seemed pretty close. It did seem pretty close. Seemed now, pretty how, close. How close was the shirt buddy sketch to the hat buddy sketch? Aside from like having the same name. Well, we had. Here's the thing. We had several hat buddy sketches that we wrote, and all of them had the same thing. The the person. Uh, you know, who is the hat buddy to the other person is trying to live a normal life and the other hat buddy takes them into this world of, of weirdness and all that. Yeah. And it here's what I would say. Imagine, if you will, two different theater companies doing Hamlet, right? It's still Hamlet. Yeah. But it feels different. Um the the way that the way that they did their shirt buddies thing was different than Hat Buddies. There was a there was a different feel, but the words were very similar. Like like and what I mean by that is not that they used our script. That's not what I'm saying. I want to make that very clear. What I'm saying is the the sentiment of the sketch that two people notice that they are wearing the same article of clothing yeah. and then because of that, one of them assumes that they have a much stronger bond than they do. And then leads that other person into a weird situation. That's that was the same, and it was really cool. Um, I am way past the idea that people uh, have are, are are taking my material. I don't think that anymore. But I do think that we, as human beings, make up the the same stuff in a scary way. We didn't notice it until Twitter came out. Uh, right. Really. Yeah. But then whenever you had hashtag games, you'd see people accuse each other of stealing stuff. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Someone yeah. would say, you stole my hashtag game. And the other person was like, no, I didn't. And then I'd find someone else who did that same, that same thing yeah. way before either of them did it. And be like, so did you guys both steal off of this guy? And they're like, no, we didn't know about it. To Oh, you know, there, that was, sort of thing. there was one. I can't remember. I think it was. It might have been like a, I think it was a sketch show. It might have been, oh, you know what I think it was? It was uh, Late Night with James Corden. Okay. And he was accused of basically lifting almost word for word a rant uh, by either a stand-up comedian or a sketch show or something. But if you play these yeah. two things, I, can't, I wish I could remember what the, what the source material was. But uh, Corden got in a lot of trouble for this, and I can't remember even what the content was. But what his his explanation his explanation was that it was from one of his writers, and his writer who had to like come clean had to say he may have seen that in the past, but didn't realize that he had just copied it. 
You know, he he had watched it in the past. It had made its way into his brain yep. somehow, and he collected those thoughts and and felt that he was creating an original piece of content, that it was an original idea, even though he was influenced by something that may have been on even like in the background of a room he was in on a TV. You know, that sort of. I think a lot of people can fall under that sort of, like self-delusion i suppose when they think they've come up with something but they actually haven't but they don't realize that they haven't yeah there's a there's a studio 60 on the sunset strip remember that remember that show oh yeah there's an episode of that where someone um someone gets accused of doing jokes that a writer stole from another writer um like they i i think what happens is that they see it um like like they they listen to the jokes and then they find online a, a sketch comedy or or, or they have a, a a recording of of uh stand-up doing the same jokes that are like word for word that are on the thing um and i think spoilers for an episode of studio city or <laughs> studio 60 that i don't exactly remember but I believe what happens is in the end they find out that the comedian was the comic was a writer on their show during the time that they wrote that, and due to their contract, anything that they wrote during that time, even if it was you know their material, was owned by the studio, so they were fine. And it was one of those. The reason I remember it so well is because I was like, whoo. They dodged a bullet. That show that makes a lot of money that they didn't... The bad guys won, actually, maybe. Uh, IP Law, one of the finest uh, plot points of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yes. It's amazing it didn't Um, last. Oh, you know what I saw? You know what I watched, Ben? You know what my weird vocal tick is right now? I don't know why that's... um, I watched... Six Underground, which you may remember is a Ryan Reynolds movie uh, directed by Michael Bay. I have never heard of this movie. I hadn't either, except for the name. I remembered the name. Um, The opening chase sequence of that film lasts for maybe 20 minutes. Wow. And it is insane and nuts and awesome. And while I was watching, I was like, you know, I want to see a Star Wars film with an action sequence that is like this, because this is awesome. And it, it would be even better if these things were flying instead of driving these cars. A six, so a 20 minute car chase sequence. <clears throat> yeah, the 20 minute car chase sequence was was amazing. It was really, really good. Yeah. There was a lot of. Like, just the way that it was shot and all that. And I didn't know that Michael Bay had directed it. And so I was like, who directed this? And, and then it was Michael Bay. And Michael I was like, Bay. Michael Bay? And you know what? All I can say is, he, you know, we already, you know, knew that he was doing explosions and fast things and all that. And he just, you know, got better and better at it, I suppose. Uh, but it was really good. There's a pretty famous car chase sequence in the French Connection. I don't know how long oh, yeah. it is. But like when Do you, you know when you mention I- iconic, that? the story behind behind the car chase sequence in the French Connection and me, specifically? and you, 
Yeah. I no, I do not. Enlighten us. I it you and I are both Jean Renault fans. <clears throat> and the fact that we have never spoken about this until now is astounding to me. But I I'm taking your word for it. This is what happened. I went to France. You remember this? Yeah. Uh when I was working at Amazon, you you and I were sketch. I'm uh, not sketch. Um, we were uh, comedy duo partners, performance, performance artists at or, this time. Yeah, right. Were we at? Were we doing spin the bottle when I went to France, two thousand two? Uh, everyone. We hadn't started regularly, but we had done spin the bottle together. Okay, all right, so we weren't regular. I was wondering, what did you do while I was in France? I forget. It's because we hadn't done it regularly at the time. So um, so <coughs> we, so I go to France, and I'm, at, I'm in Villefranche-sur-Mer, right? And there's something weird about it, I, and I don't exactly remember what it is, but, but there's, there's, just, there's just this weird, nostalgic feeling I have about the city. Right or the town, the village. Yeah. Uh, and I and I don't know what it is. And eventually, I find out while I'm there. And I hope I have the orders of operations right. Maybe I already knew before I went, but I'm almost positive that I didn't. I think I found out later. I find out when I'm there that the car chase scene in Ronin was shot, and they used the streets in Villefranche. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Like, one street was, like, many streets that they used. Like, if you... There's no way that this car chase could have happened. So they assembled it like puzzle pieces. Yeah. Right? Showing the car driving here. Showing the car driving here. And... Um... And I knew exactly what where, where the street... I don't know if I still would know if I saw it again. But I knew which street it was. Like... When I went back and watched it, because I didn't have it at the time, you know, this is back. I couldn't just pull it up on Netflix or whatever. I had back to wait until I got back days, home. Yeah, watch my DVD, and yeah, it, it, you know, it, it. I was there. I walked that street every single day because I didn't have a car, so I was just walking around that town. It was pretty crazy and kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's me. And the car chase scene in Ronin, we occupied the same space for a while, which is pretty cool. Which is interesting, because I, I was talking about the car chase sequence in The French Connection. Oh. <laughs> the car chase scene in The French Connection, I can talk about that, too. I can um, see how you could get confused. It is it is one of those things where it's 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 not just a car chase scene, it's a, it's a chase scene. It's important because there are other elements of it. Like, it's one of the first times that somebody gets on a subway car and then another person gets on and then that person gets off. At the, you know, that sort of thing. So, he gets... Uh, the guy gets onto public transportation and then he, he like, uh, gets away. And I think he waves goodbye as he's leaving or whatever. And then they get into cars and they're chasing the, the elevated... I believe it's an elevated train, but it might be... Uh, just a monorail, but they're chasing it in there. And the thing that I remember, just like it's just like with the car chase scene in Bullet. Both of those things, the one in Bullet and the one in the French Connection, were amazing for their time. Yeah. And then you know now that we keep on going further and further, <clears throat> when you watch them now, 
at least what has happened to me is my brain expands them and makes them better than they were so when i actually watch them they're they're no they're not as good i think it um, was and, i think it was the french connection where they didn't have permission to shoot they just actually just filmed the cars racing in i guess it was downtown New i believe York, it underneath the trains so so the um there there are a couple of uh, chase scenes that when you see them now they don't hold up as well um, and the two I'm thinking about uh, the uh, the road warrior okay <laughs> Mad Max 2 I think part it is two. Yeah. Um, part 2 um, it's not as it's, there, it's just not as exciting as you remember it right Fury Road on the other hand is as exciting as you remember it it's insane and awesome. But the other one was uh, Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 2 has a car chasing that ends with someone uh, getting their head cut off with a surfboard. I do not remember that part of the movie. In my memory, right, this chasing is awesome. And and the and the and the thing, the surfboard taking the head off and all that is amazing. But when I rewatched it. There are cuts, there are, um, you know, the, 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 the chase is nowhere near as spectacular as I remember it in my head. Yeah. So, I don't remember a lot from that movie, uh, except where, I think it was <coughs> Mel Gibson, he took down a house on stilts with a pickup truck. Is that is that in Lethal Some, Weapon Two? I think it's in Lethal Weapon Two. I think it's the you know the diplomatic immunity plot line. Is it the yeah that is yeah. that is too. So, um, I remember there was a behind the scenes thing where uh, he he makes a pun because he has a Freddy glove on, and okay. he says Freddy Krueger hand. <laughs> That's actually pretty clever for for yeah. a Lethal Weapon movie. I think Lethal Weapon Two is also when he dislocates his shoulder to get out of a straitjacket. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to show you these. Do you know what these are? Uh, bada uh, bada bean bada boom. Are they natural? Bada bean bada boom. So a bean type based snacks. Yep, I am no <laughs> longer able to eat saturated fats. And oh, right, I'm no longer yeah. able to. Your doctor's. Orders. I mean, I do eat them. Yeah. But I'm supposed to cut down on them. So what I do is, whenever I eat my own stuff, like whenever I buy food for myself and all that. Yeah. No saturated fat, and that way, if I'm ever somewhere, and somebody serves me something, I don't have to ask. Does this have saturated fat in it? I just eat it because I know that I've. I've got a clear, right. a clear slate. People eat. on a diet might call that like a cheat. Yeah, um, but but the difference is that I've I've done the work, right? Well, that's the part. That's the point so, of it, right? You've done the work on like it, 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 cheat days are typically. Yeah, but thing. I'm not. So like, I'm not cheating, Ben. <laughs> I'm not cheating. <laughs> I've done. I've done my. I've done. I've done the work. I'm still an honest man. But you man. are allowing yourself. To slip, you are allowing yourself to no, not, I'm not have to slipping. do the work. I'm using my you management are reserve. Allowing yourself to not follow the orders of your doctor 
considering not my team. Cheap. No, no, no. <laughs> my doctor said to cut down on saturated fats. I've cut down. I could eat an entire chocolate cake with how much I've cut down. And that Sir, would be isn't cheap. that exactly? <laughs> no! I'm following the rules! Uh, it's funny, whenever I have this called, I want to know about who's turning the frogs gay! Um, <laughs> what the... It's, sorry, I, I I sounded like oh, someone the J. in Jonah my... Jameson or something? Uh, I want pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> uh, that wasn't who I was thinking, but I still... Did I tell you? I told you that already, right? What's that? The, the I want pictures of Spider-Man joke that I did that I thought was great. I, I vaguely remember, but tell me again. Um, so, I walk into... I, this is when I had my mustache and, and my haircut that looked kind of like J. Jonah Jameson because I yeah. was having a thing. And I, and I walk into the comic book store and say, I want pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> and then I look over at the Spider-Man comics and I go, Ooh, nice! Because... <laughs> Because they're pictures of, of course, pictures I thought it was Spider-Man. great. Yeah. I really like it. How did the um, people who worked there treat you or the customers? I re- I remember <laughs> it that they were very thrilled with me and excited and thought it was hilarious. Okay. And that good. is how it's going to stay no matter what. <laughs> I think Betty enjoyed it, which is I, important. I'm oh, hey, be- Betty's really into uh, Muppets now. Yeah, you were talking about watching the uh, the problematic first yep. season. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so now we do this thing where we uh, just talk in Muppet voices to each other, taking on the characters of different Muppets. That cannot be um, annoying. I do uh, Kermit. Hey, oh, hey, it's me. It's, hey, it's me, Kermit. Obviously. Um, um, hey, good. Good. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Dr. Teeth. Also. For sure. And... Uh, yeah, that's Betty. Betty does uh, Janice? Janice. Is that her name? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, I also do uh, Swedish Chef. And you get your microphone. I would try to do Floyd, but I my throat is not in. Uh, it's not warmed up properly. Oh yeah, this is my Floyd. Even though it may not be. Oh yeah, man. I think that's yeah. a really good idea. <laughs> Um, Betty Betty <clears throat> summed it up best, which is Floyd is pretty much just a guy, and he is, but <laughs> he has a little bit of a of a of a well, to Floyd him. is what Floyd is. It's he's not Jeff Lynn. Is he Jeff Lynn? I know Floyd is modeled after some like seventies guitars. I want to say it's oh. him. Um, uh, and then there's uh, there's Zeke, and we sort of trade off or Zoot. Sorry, and Zoot? we sort of trade off on Zoot. He's the sax player. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, and he's really confused, man. Gets the, like that, he gets the comedy button at the end of every title sequence. Yeah, and and this is the thing that that I I bring this up so that we can talk about it for just a second. Um, that Zoot is a great example of heightening and finding the game in a in a comedy thing, because Zoot will go like. Um, uh, he will he will say like imagine if you will we because we did this thing because I also do you know Shaggy and Scooby and all that um, uh, we did this thing where the Electric Mayhem meets uh, Scooby today the gang Scooby the gang and it's, the Electric Mayhem it's like uh, whoa or, or um, uh, Animal goes woman and then Scooby goes woman 
And Zoot says, <coughs> Zoot says, man, did that dog just talk? And Shaggy says, like, yeah. And then Zoot goes, whoa, did that man just talk? Wait, did, did he say dog just talk first? Yes. Did that dog just talk? Like, yeah. Whoa, did that man just talk? And then he looks around and says, whoa, did I just talk? And and that's the three, you, 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 yeah. you heighten the thing. And I was talking to somebody, it wasn't you, I believe, <laughs> about how, how sometimes people think that they find the game of the scene, but they do it in the wrong way and they don't actually, they don't actually get it. Um, and, and I gave this example, um, you have, uh, a guy who's at a, um, a, at a parrot shop or at a pet store. Yeah. A guy comes in and he, he goes, Hey, I have a complaint. My parrot doesn't talk. And the guy's like, Oh, well that's weird. And, you know, I don't know. Let's take a look. And then another guy comes in and says, I have a complaint. My dog doesn't talk. Right. And there are two ways that you can heighten it. And and the way that I would uh, say is wrong is somebody comes in and says, you know, that maybe there's no wrong comedy, whatever. Somebody comes in and says, my wife's not speaking to me. Right? And that that kind of works. Right? It's people not talking. Uh, and now this guy's a problem with his wife. But it's not really heightening in the same way. The next thing that would... Uh, that w- I would say is... Uh, Hey, last time I came in here, I got one of these pencils and it's not talking, you know, something like that. Like, like the thing that, like at first you would, you would expect a parrot to talk. You wouldn't expect a dog to talk, but he's still a pet. And the third thing is an inanimate object from the place and it's not talking. Uh, that would be my, that would be my (coughs) suggestion. I could be wrong. Comedy nerds don't come at me. Uh, although, you know, I would love to talk to you because I love comedy. (coughs) And I like nerds. That's the second time this show you've told people not to come at you. Don't come you, at me. Are you asking for? Uh, are you asking for attention? Are you saying not come at me, but you really mean come at me? No, no, I don't mean. I don't mean come at me. Oh, hey, speaking of looking for attention, Ben, look. <clears throat> don't at me uh, means don't at me. See this guitar? I, I can want see you to the listen. Neck. I want you to listen to this guitar. I'm going to go from the lowest, or, or from this string here, all the way up to the top. You've tuned it like a ukulele. I tuned it like a ukulele! And now I cannot hear it because Zoom eschews music. Oh, that's too bad. Um, so, but but basically, the 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 idea is that yeah, it's tuned like a ukulele, so it it has a guitar sound, right? You would say, yeah. oh, well, you you can't say, uh, but it does. Here, like this is an F chord, for instance. Like that. So it's just it's just fun. Um, I I figured out that I could do it. Because I was like, there is no real bait. I have a bass ukulele. It's a it's a small bass with rubber strings. It's really nice and fun to play. Um, but there's no real bass ukulele like a ukulele that is tuned right uh, really low. And so I was like, well, actually, guitar would be a bass version of. It. So it's it's a it's a ukulele a full octave down, <coughs> which is pretty cool. Nice. 
and it was an old guitar, so I felt okay with it. Did you uh, now? Did you take off to two of the <clears throat> two of the uh, well, the two I of did. the strings? Yeah, so I took to off. The I took off strings. The, this is this is how I did it. Um, I took off the two highest strings, and then I moved uh, the third highest string uh, to, as you can see here, the second string uh, location, and then moved the other three down. Ah, okay. And so <clears throat> the the end so they're still string in the is center. missing, and yeah. the top string is missing. Yeah. But yeah, so they're still in the. Can you hear that when I strum it like that? Vaguely. Okay, what about when I do this? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's... What about uh... when I do this? Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, it was a fun little, little project that I did while I was on a uh, call where I wasn't doing a lot. <laughs> I hope your microphone was <coughs> muted. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, unlike that other time. Unlike that other time. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't talk about work. <laughs> um, here's the thing. This is what I'll say. If you are on a call and you are on mute... And then you have another call, so you put that first call on hold, and then talk to somebody, and then go back to the other call. That other call is no longer on mute. Even if you muted it before you put it on hold. On your on your telephone device. Yeah. This isn't an internet meeting thing. Something to remember <clears throat> in case you're like, okay, well, now I'm going to go back to that other call and do something <laughs> else. Uh, so yeah, just don't do it. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, uh, it seems like everybody is, um, okay with me talking. Was this, was this a recent experience? Look, look, uh, I, I really realized that I shouldn't have brought it up. Um, I'm not going to give you a time that you could pinpoint Ben Lawrence. Um, although, you know, this is the thing is that I keep on thinking about pretty soon people are going to be able to use the, uh, the AI searching, you know, algorithms thing to find out all sorts of stuff. Like you just mentioned, uh, I remember it was Tuesday and, and the buses weren't running and they'll find out which Tuesday were the buses not running. Oh, yeah. that would have been Tuesday, you know, whatever. And then they're like, ha ha, this is the day. But I've run into very uh, a couple of situations now where chat GPT has just made stuff up. And then yeah. when you ask chat GPT to verify it, it'll go, oh, you know what? There must have been some confusion. That doesn't actually exist. That sort of thing. I've heard of that happening where people have like had uh, Chat GPT write a paper of some sort, and it cites sources, and the sources that it cites are fictional. There's a thing that I sent to Stephen uh, that was about a law brief that somebody filed that cited false cases. Yeah, and and the and the opposing attorney was like, I cannot find these cases anywhere, 
And then, lo and behold, the person who cited the false cases presented the abstracts from those cases. And they're like, I the okay, now with these abstracts, no, the, I, I cannot find these anywhere. Um, and the person who was uh, who had filed it said that they were working with a law clerk and the law clerk had told them that they had used ChatGPT for it. And they actually submitted this thing where it shows the person asking ChatGPT, are these real cases? And ChatGPT saying, yes. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, kind of great. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a story that came out I, either today or yesterday where there's uh, the U.S. military is training AI to pilot drones. And these drones are still like... The, they still have a, a human failsafe, right? So the drone, it, the, they tell these drones to identify these targets and to eliminate the targets, but the human can give a go no go sign. And yeah. what ended up happening was that the drone decided that the human target or that the human operator was in its way of completing its mission. So it it actually eliminated the human operator and in such a way it didn't like bomb like the hq but it, the drone actually went over after the communication towers that the humans were using to communicate with it just so it could complete its mission of eliminating these preset targets now is this in a simulation yeah it was a simulation was There's, a, there, yeah, there wasn't yeah, yeah. an actual like physical drone flying around bombing crap you know this was a simulation but that still happened hey i've got a new <laughs> thing ben uh and, and you know stop the presses because this is important um i have i've come up with a way to use the term simulation correctly and the question is this a simulation uh doesn't get asked anymore right because I was thinking about this, and the question of what happens when a, when a uh, irresistible force meets an immovable object. Do you remember that? Um, an irresistible that force? That question? An irresistible force meets an immovable object. It's a philosophical idea. You've, you've, yeah. you've heard yeah, that yeah, before? Of course, yes. of course, of course. Um, uh, so I was talking to... to um, You're talking about an unstoppable mind, force, not an irresistible force. Okay, sure. Unstoppable force. And, and herein lies the lies the, the note. I was talking to your friend of mine, uh, um, mathematician uh, Zach Treisman. Wait, did, did, Zach, did Zach do something with a deal with you? And so he's not actually your friend? Is we that don't right? need to rehash it. I'm, okay. I'm well, anyway, uh, there's this guy, Zach Treisman. He's a mathematician. I, get, I talked to him. I was roommates with him for a while. Talked to him every once in a while. Um, and we had this conversation because I like to talk to him about math stuff. Um, and he noted that uh, percentages are weird, right? And so if a if a unstoppable force, it's always been irresistible as far as I've heard it, Mandela effect. Um, <laughs> but unstoppable force means a little object. I'll, I'll say that. He's like the percentages of um, of the universe are kind of tricky. And so maybe it turns out that the unstoppable force isn't actually in the path of the immovable object because the percentage of it not being where it actually was is um, better than... And 
Zach, if you ever listen to this, I apologize because I'm most likely totally messing with your idea. Um, but the idea being that when you get into weird stuff like that, it's a little spooky. Years later, I realized that the real problem with the question is it's not put in mathematical terms, right? You you haven't no. defined right uh, immovable or you know you're using English to talk about it. So so that's part of the problem. In the same way, are we living in a simulation? Well, that's that's English words, right? We're using we're using words to describe a thing, right? Here's the way that I would put it. Um, a simulation is a an alternate reality that you can affect and receive information from, but that does not have the ability to negatively impact your reality in the same way. I'm, I'm leaving it vague, but you get the idea. So when I said, is this happening in a simulation? Um, you know, you could have, which you didn't, and thank you, said, well, I don't know. I mean, oh, maybe this is a simulation. That, that sort of thing. Um, if, I, if I say, is this happening in a simulation? That just basically means, did it happen in this world or somewhere else? Right. Right? <coughs> and dreams would, would fit that. You know, you have a dream. Uh, and the thing is that, you know, someone could say, well, it can affect you psychologically. You can you can see a you can see a movie and it will traumatize you and then affect you in the real world. Which I don't I don't think fits. I don't think it fits the uh, the criteria personally. That dreams are I think, that dreams are not. No, simulations? I, I, I don't, I, no, I don't think that I don't think that something affecting you mentally fits. Like, like you could have a bad dream. I, I think that still counts as a simulation. You could right. see a scary movie. I think, I think dreams, um, movies, books, all those things could be considered simulations. And then you have the other question is, of, are they static or are they interactive? Because, you know, the whole thing about, um, what is it? Uh, is it? What's the guy's name? Um, I know that his name has the the word. Uh, it has. Uh, it's like. It's a it's a Greek name, and it has the 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 word "clit" in it somewhere. Heretically's her yeah it. Oh, I can't. I'm going to look it up, Ben. I'm going to look it up, and when I look it up, you're going to know what I'm saying, or why why I said it that way. Um, I was trying to work my way around it without looking it up. Uh, keep it wrong, all that, but we don't have a fact checker anymore, so it's much harder. Uh, no man enters, or no man enters the same river twice. Uh, this is uh, Heraclitus. Heraclitus. Or her. Heraclitus, 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 Heraclitus. Um, no man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river, and he's not the same man. Yeah. Which is really nice if you think about. It. We change, also a river changes. Now here's the thing. No one watches the same movie twice because they're not the same person. Is the only thing you can say. The movie stays the same 
yeah. unless we're talking about director's cut or whatever. Uh, in the same way, uh, you don't read the same book twice because you're not the same person. But the book stays the same, unless we're talking about reprints or blah, 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 blah. Right? The basic idea is that there are many different types of media a media that never change. Things that do change. Um, when you see a storyteller tell a story, right? Even uh, even a monologue that they've memorized, like a Spalding Gray, right? Something different will happen on the night, which will change it a little bit. A play of magic any kind. Of, Anytime yeah, you see it, there's a, there's a different thing. But... If you watch a movie the, the same time, you could still have a different experience, but the movie stays the same. The book stays the same. The audio recording stays the same. So so the live live theater, right? Live music, all of those things give you that variability. The idea of appreciating something in a different way because the circumstances are different. Now, I could see the idea of watching a movie on a couch with your friends versus watching a movie alone in a, in a room could be two different experiences, right? But the media stays the same, which I think is really interesting and weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know why necessarily I think it's weird, except that I, I would say that our, our ancestors didn't have that experience of moments in time recorded and staying the same. Not until the invention of, like, you know, cave paintings. Um, oh, I mean, you know, that sort of thing. very early on in human development. But even, even then, those symbols and things like that uh, maybe could get eroded, things like that. The, the ability to record moments in time near perfectly uh, didn't exist until recent, more recent times. You know, with, with our inventions of, of um, television and radio and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I don't know if we are, if we're wired to handle it. I guess is what I'd say. Like as a kid, I would watch I would watch the same movie over and over and over and over again all the time. If right. you have it on videotape, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. Right? It became an activity. Um, another thing that's kind of weird. Uh, I listen to podcasts. Right? I am a member of uh, things where they read off the name of the patreons who uh, contributed. Uh, I've, I've mentioned before that the one that, that I'm on, you know, I'll listen to it and, like, whenever my name happens, I'll be like, hey! Yeah. You know, I, that's me. Um, but I will listen to the other people, the other people's names being read, even after my name is read, or even on some podcasts where I don't contribute enough to have my name mentioned, I'll still listen to all the names. And I think it's the same reason why I watch the credits. It's just this thing of there are look at how many people there are right. in the world that help contribute to this. It's you want to appreciate kind of, all the work that went into making this thing. Exactly. It's it's a little staggering sometimes when you when you think about all the people. 
And I think that, that Ben, we have little plays that we do in our lives. And you and I, we take on different roles depending on who we're around and stuff All like the that. world's a stage. But did I tell you already about watching Gonzo with Betty on the other Muppet shows? I believe I did. Maybe. Gonzo's thing about him being an artist. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And him doing the things and how the stuff that he do- did is very similar to the stuff that we do. It takes two of us to make one Gonzo, is what but I'm saying. But I'm sure we had no influence from the Muppet Show. It was just <sighs> I know something I that was created out of the ether. We all yeah. came up yeah. with it at the same time. No one helped me. I built my empire on my own. <laughs> brick by brick. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's something. 2024 coming up soon, Ben. In six months? Betty is going to be 18 in that year. Oh, wow. Which yeah, is early crazy. On too. Yeah. Jennifer uh, is going to be 50 this year as well. We will both be 50-year-olds. Um, I I like being 50. It it really does, you know... For, I think 40 did change my mind a little bit. 50 definitely... Did a little bit. 60 is going to be something. It's going to be a well. trip. Yeah. And then when you turn um, 65 and get that sweet, sweet retirement money. Oh. Uh, yeah, Ben. If there's any left. Um, did you hear about uh, the, the the way that Gen Xers... Oh, like you, Ben. You're Gen X, right? You still yeah. fit under oh, the yeah. wire? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You are going to get... Uh, uh, a, you're going to have a difficult time if you ever try to get SNAP benefits. Mm. <clears throat> In order to get SNAP benefits, if you are a Gen Xer, actually, I think you're okay. It's it's once you turn 50. Uh, you need to either have a family or be working 20 hours a week. And if you aren't doing either of those things, you can't get SNAP. Which is a little weird. America, the greatest country in the world. Can I tell you, uh, in the, these last minutes we have left... <coughs> last minute? I, I have I have my my food now. You have your food now. Carrots, bananas, oh. uh, yogurt, lentils is the big one now. Yeah. And some bread. <coughs> and those bean snacks. Yeah, the bean snacks as well. Um, but the basic, the, the reason I listed those five, right? Um, that's that's cheap stuff that I can buy and eat without too much money. Yeah. Um, if I ever get... Uh, oh, and then the other thing, of course, eggs. Uh, and, and when I say eggs, I mean like a little carton of egg whites things. I could eat probably for a week on $20, maybe even less. That's not bad. You can't get a single meal for 20 bucks here anymore. So I yep, don't know if you've yep, heard, yep. but Seattle is one of the most expensive cities to eat out in. In the oh, world. Oh, yeah, but that... And it's because they have, they have been forced to pay their their workers uh, the bare minimum. Exactly. To survive. You can't even... Yeah, and that's not even true anymore either because you can't exactly. live on $15 an hour here. Um, were you making a joke about how it's the most expensive city to eat out, or were you? No, uh, I read that. Serious? I read that. Yeah, I believe it. 
I yeah. believe it. All right. Well, on that note, Ben. Uh, um. Okay. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Muppets, um, I will talk to you more later, and thank you so much for yep. waiting around for me, Ben. I, I think it was worth it. All right. Another I'll... episode in the can. Keep it wrong, Paul. I'll talk to you next Keep week. Keep it wrong. And bye. how's it happening? Okay, bye. And we're clear.